On today's first round KO, I review Raw and SmackDown from the 31st New Year's Eve and from the first uh, New Year's Day. And then I talk a little bit about uh, All Elite Wrestling. So this is a wrestling episode, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get it. Welcome to the most mustard WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers. And today, it's just me on the mic. I'm back from break. I'm back, everyone. Hello. Um, I Yeah, I just decided to come in and do a podcast because I was itching. It's been a while to, since I've done one, so I wanted to come in and do one. I don't have the technology I do. I can do one by myself at home like this if I wanted to, but I don't have a space. The audio would sound really bad probably. I might do one the second time. I'm going to be on break again, but I'll update you guys on that next week. But uh, anyway, I'm here. Wanted to do a show. I I just recorded it. I'm recording this after I recorded the full show. It's just a wrestling episode, so I apologize for my non-wrestling fans, but I wanted to talk some wrestling because it's been a while that I got to talk wrestling. No one talks wrestling in, uh, at home. I'm also very stuttery <laughs> throughout this show because it's been a while since I've talked for a show. So anyway, this is a wrestling episode. I do a Raw review. I do a SmackDown review. I, then I talk about All Elite Wrestling. So if you want to listen to any of that stuff, please feel free to uh, continue listening. If not, I have, I'm recording a football episode. Uh, probably a little wrestling too, but that'll be at the end. We're doing an actual football episode tomorrow. I'm going to have Tom in the studio with me because he's in Whitewater. So that's going to be fun. So without further ado, here's the episode. So we're going to start the show off with the Raw review. Obviously, we're going to go in order. Uh, Raw opened up with a match. I was actually genuinely pleasantly surprised about this. It was the Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler steel cage match. That was announced last week. Um, I say pleasantly surprised because there was no uh, opening promo. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't an opening promo to start the match. It wasn't like the authority figures to come out um, and say, here's the show. Have a good time. Uh, but the, no, this match was really good, actually. I tried to pay attention to most of it. Uh, but, you know, Dolph Ziggler. And uh, there was a lot of Dolph Ziggler was trying to escape, try to win without beating Drew. You know, there was a lot of that, a lot of Ziggler trying to leave. Um, But Drew, with the height advantage and, you know, him being smart, he kept foiling it. It was really good. Uh, But uh, towards the end of the match, uh, oh, so it was, there's a zigzag. Dolph hit a zigzag, Drew kicked out of it, and then eventually hit him with a Claymore out of nowhere. Like, literally, it was one of the best Claymore kicks I've ever seen, just straight out of nowhere. It wasn't like he was running and did a Claymore kick. He literally just jumped into a running Dolph Ziggler and did a Claymore. It was awesome. It was amazing. Um, And then he pinned him, I believe. 
Oh no, no, no. Okay, yeah. He hit the out of out of nowhere one. Took his time. Let let Ziggler recover, but then hit a second uh, Claymore for the win, which again looked amazing. I love the Claymore. I love Drew McIntyre. Uh, pretty solid match. Uh, and then after the match, Ziggler yelled at McIntyre, "Is that all you got?" Hit him with another, or he hit him. Oh, okay. So he pinned Ziggler uh, against the cage with a chair and then hit him with a Claymore kick at the bottom w- into the chair. Looked really nasty. Uh, and then Drew took a microphone after the match, said he was the king of the Raw jungle, but uh, he he announced that he was going to be in the Royal Rumble. That was basically the gist of the promo. And then he just went in and beat up Dolph Ziggler again. Started leaving, saw that Dolph Ziggler was sitting on the chair, went in there, hit him with another Claymore kick. He beat the ever-living crap out of Dolph Ziggler. It was really cool. Um, so then we had uh, backstage Shane McMahon and Triple H arrive in a limo 20 minutes late to the show. I thought that was a little weird. Why not open the show with that? I don't know. It was weird because then it looks like the authority showing up late and they don't care. Weird. I don't know. Uh, so then they had their Finn Balor, or they had their New Year's resolution uh, promos that they did on both Raw and SmackDown. Finn said he was going to win the Universal title again. Ember said she was going to win the Royal Rumble. Um, and the Ascension wanted the tag titles. At first, Victor said he wanted the Fashion Files back. I thought that was really funny. Um, and then the Lucha House Party said 2019 will be their year. Not sure what that means, but okay, thanks. Seth Rollins then came out, and he mentioned uh, the term fresh fresh start and eventually said he wanted another shot at Ambrose. Um, He said, hey, I got my rematch. Let's do the rematch. Let's do it right here tonight. I want Ambrose. This brought out Triple H, and uh, Triple H mentions that there are no more uh, automatic anything. His automatic rematch for the IC title is not happening tonight. Hunter said he doesn't think Seth deserves anything uh, as far as the rematch. He said he is, uh, he's always been his most vocal supporter, his most vocal supporter. Um, And Rollins brought up their history saying he only used to, he was only supporting him because he was his puppet. Hunter then said Seth made him believe in what he was doing. And then he said, you again made me believe in you when you kicked my ass at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. Seth, Seth said he wasn't asking for anything and, uh, he said he carried raw for the last year and, uh, having classics with Finn Balor, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Mojo Raleigh, even, (laughs) I thought that was a good one. Um, and then he said he carried raw while Brock was away. He asked Hunter if he wants the old Rollins back Hunter says yes, and he can prove it tonight by taking on Bobby Lashley. He says he'll burn Bobby Lashley down and then take everything away from Ambrose. He said he'll go after anyone that comes in his way, including Triple H and the McMahons. Could be interesting. I don't want to see another Triple H Seth feud, but uh, this was interesting. A lot of people are comparing this to what they're doing on SmackDown with Vince and AJ. I kind of see that. Uh, you know, Triple H trying to bring out the old Seth Rollins. Vince is trying to bring out an, like an, the older, I guess, or new AJ to the WWE audience. But I, I don't know. 
I'm interested. To, I don't think this Seth thing is going to go anywhere as far as Triple H. I'm more interested. So that's why I don't think they're similar. But I'm very interested about that Vince thing. We're going to talk about that. Um, this brought out Shane McMahon, and he told Seth to get ready for his match. But someone will be facing someone will be facing Dean tonight for the Intercontinental Cha- Championship, um, and that will be the winner of the Fresh Start Battle Royal. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so everyone came out. Cool. Uh, interesting note, Baron Corbin came out still wearing pants and a vest. I like the look. I, I've always been a fan of the look, but he's not the GM anymore. He's not authoritative, so why is he still in there? Not Or why is he still wearing that? Not sure. Um, so then we had a pretty good battle royal. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because I want this to be quick. Um, Apollo Crews won the battle royal after having eight eliminations. I thought they were just kind of building him in the battle royal itself, but no, like he won it. Uh, okay, okay. Apollo Apollo gets a uh, Apollo gets a intercontinental championship match later. Um, yeah, we're that he had a promo with uh, Charlie Caruso in the ring afterwards, and then Dasha brings in Natalia backstage, recaps what happens last week, what happened last week with Rousey and Natalia, which I hear is a decent, pretty decent match. I would recommend watching it. Um, and Natalia said some weird things. She said she wants to fight Ronda again, so she's going to enter the Royal Rumble. Cool. Nia Jax walks in and uh, questioned if Ronda will even be champion by then. And maybe something will derail her. And then Tamina jumps Natalia from behind, and they beat up Natalia. Cool. Back from commercial, Corbin is still in the ring, and he was complaining that uh, if anyone deserves a fresh start, it's him. And uh, he said that the crowd had no idea how hard it was being GM and that he deserves an award. This brought out Elias, who played uh, a, a Corbin song um, called Corbin a Loser. He, oh, he and his friend Kid Rock agree that Detroit is making a comeback. Is Detroit like Raw? Yikes. Um, Yeah, Elias is great. Elias started to play a song um, asking Corbin to go away. Corbin heard enough um, about a minute in, and the two ended up brawling around the ring, uh, and Corbin eventually fled backstage as Elias stood tall. Don't know why we needed two Corbin segments in a row, but this was good. I like Elias, and I like that they're somewhat pushing him. Wouldn't mind seeing the IC title on him. Just saying. Uh, then we had six-woman tag match. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Ember Moon versus the Riot Squad. And the former one, Sasha, Bailey, and Ember won. Uh, after pretty decent fight i i enjoyed it i like i actually i like all six of these women (laughs) so it it was a good match i enjoyed watching it and uh i mean yeah i think what was the ending oh sasha hit her backstabber and bailey hit an elbow drop which is i i don't know why they didn't do the backstabber bailey to belly spot because that's their finisher that they've been using i don't know why bailey I don't know. It it was weird, but whatever. It works. Um, And then they aired a video showing Braun Strowman's 2018 highlights. Most of them included Kevin Owens getting beaten up. Not cool. 
Leo Rush came out and said, if anyone deserves a fresh start, it's Bobby Lashley. There was a lot of that tonight. There was a lot of people saying, oh, people are talking about a fresh start. Well, I deserve a fresh start. You know who else needs a fresh start? This person needs a fresh start. It was stupid. Plus, this this show was still in 2018. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. So, then we got the Lashley. Sorry if I'm stuttering a lot. and I'm, I, I've been on a two-week break. I'm not used to talking anymore. Sorry. I do apologize. This is my first one from being back. And then I'm going to take another break. Sorry. Back to the review. Uh, This was a decent match. It's Lashley, so it's not great. But it was fun because Lashley was doing his power moves. Um, So Seth had the control because he was out wrestling. And he's just a a better wrestler than Bobby. It was good storytelling. And then Leo hit a Hurricanrana into the ring post outside. Which then gave Lashley the control. And they were telling the story that Lashley was... Not letting up on Seth, because if you give Seth any glimmer of hope, he's going to take advantage and he's going to take the momentum back. They were doing really good storytelling with that. And so for that instance, for storytelling, it was a very good wrestling match. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, But then uh, let's see here. Oh, he got sick of Leo uh, interfering. They did a really good chase scene. Leo's really good at running away from people. They did a good chase scene there. But Seth got uh, fed up with Leo interrupting, so he grabbed a steel chair and beat the ever-living crap out of both of them with a steel chair and eventually hit an amazing curb stomp on uh, Leo Rush. It was great. Um, something covers over Seth. Oh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. Rollins and Stomp Troy. Okay. Ronda Rousey looked uh, mad backstage as Natalia paced around her. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't see Natalia. <laughs> Just saw Ronda looking mad. So that's kind of funny. They announced John Cena will be on Raw next week. Cool. I love how Vince, when he was dressed up as Santa last week, he was like, oh, we're getting Raw women's tag titles. And John Cena is going to be on TV in 2019. So <laughs> they literally put him on the first SmackDown of 2019 and the first Raw of 2019. And then he'll be gone until WrestleMania probably. It's really funny. Um, so then we had Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers versus Slater and Rhino in a handicap match. <laughs> this was stupid. The The heels had the advantage, which is good. It's not a Lucha House rules thing. But, yeah, they they beat. The, the heels won. That's that's all I can say. Coloss. Heath Slater was taking out the Sings outside while a Coloss was on Rhino. And one, two, three. Cool. Whatever. It was nothing. Uh, Dean Ambrose ran down Seth Rollins, and uh, he said he will make it his duty to make Apollo Cruz, Apollo Cruz's fresh start rotten. Stupid. Chad Gable, Bobby Roode said they can't think of anything better uh, than to take on the Revival next week, and they will continue to make the tag division glorious. And then the Revival, Sasha Banks, Bailey had all had tag-related resolutions. Oh, okay, so the rival, Revival said we're going to make the tag division better, and Sasha Bailey said we want to be the first women's tag t- champions. Cool. Uh, Dean Ambrose uh, versus Apollo Crews for the IC belt then went on, and this was a this was a good match. I do have to say. I very much enjoyed this match. I think Apollo is amazing in the ring, super athletic, and he's big so he can do the power moves. It's a really good combination of two wrestling styles very good but uh eventually uh dirty deeds out of nowhere for the win it was a good match not bad 
so then oh yeah backstage alexa said she missed being the gm of the women's division but uh thanks to the mcmahon she now has a talk show and it's called a moment of bliss great it's going to debut next week and ronda's going to be the first guest awesome highlights of brock lesnar because he'll be on raw next week and then we had Ronda Rousey and Natalia taking on Nia Jax and Tamina. This was a match. <laughs> I only like one of the wrestlers in this match. And Ronda was amazing as of, as always, but you know, it's a normal Ronda tag match. Her partner took most of the 90% of the match. Ronda came in, did her spots and won. Awesome. Cool. And that was raw. It was <laughs> it was a holiday show. You could tell it was it was pre-recorded. There was sound there was sound pumped into the state, well not into the stadium, but onto the onto the feed. It was it was you could tell that they were like, "Eh, ratings are going to suck anyway. We'll just do it." So, that was raw. Let's talk about SmackDown. Uh SmackDown Let's see here. How did SmackDown kick off? Uh the commentators announced the Fatal 5-way. For the number one contendership uh, for Daniel Bryan's WWE Championship. Sorry, I saw AJ and I thought he was still champion for some reason. Um, so the the four were AJ, Mustafa Ali, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio. And the fifth person was going to be the winner of Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy to kick off the show. But before that, before the match, New Day come out. New Day are amazing. Sometimes they're a little annoying, but this time they were on the right side of annoying. They were very funny this week. Um, uh, Xavier and Kofi were in suits. E was dressed as a baby. Awesome. Their doctor said their New Year's resolution should be not to eat pancakes because it's not healthy. So they were like, we're going to start passing out cabbage. But then Big E started eating pancakes out of his diaper, which was really funny. They kept shaming him. They all had New Year's resolutions. Uh, Kofi's... Kofi basically said the plot of Bumblebee, and then Xavier corrected him. Uh, I think Biggie's was the pancake, and then Xavier's... <laughs> I don't remember. But anyway, they said... They announced that all three of them were going to be in the Royal Rumble, and they said when they win, they are going to collectively, Freebird Rule, be the Royal Rumble winner, and then they're going to face someone at WrestleMania. One of them will. And they said, we're probably going to go after the WWE Championship. Because let's be let's be real, if we went after the Universal Championship, he probably wouldn't show. That was really funny. It was good stuff. And then Kofi got like, I don't know if it, I don't think it was legit. I think it was just good acting. But Kofi got angry because he said he hasn't gotten sick. He's never missed a day in 11 years. And he can't get a title shot. It was really funny. Um, so then they announced the Jeff Hardy Samoa Joe match. So then we had Samoa Joe beating Jeff Hardy to become the fifth participant. Um, and this was a this this was a throwaway match. And it kind of it's a shame because this is a feud, but it was a throwaway match. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't a fan of this. So it, what happened was at the end of the match, Joe had the coquina clutch on Hardy at the outside of the ring. Joe went into the ring, Jeff followed him beating the count, but then Jeff just or Joe just put the clutch back on him and uh hardy passed out cool so it's aj styles randy orton ray mysterio mustafa ali and samoa joe in the fatal five way in the main event backstage shane mcmahon and mr mcmahon were discussing joe's victory in the main event aj came in and teased an apology but then uh said he didn't want to 
Uh, he's not going to apologize. He said he threatened Vince. Shane stood up, and Styles promised to show the real AJ Styles in the main event. And after he left, Shane asked his father if he was sure he wanted the real Styles. Mr. McMahon confirmed that he does. I don't know what they're doing with this. I really don't understand what they're doing with this. Like, why? Why did... First, oh, that's that's one of the points. Why are they doing this? Second point, why AJ? AJ is only going to be here for like three more years. Starting after Mania, he's probably only going to be here part-time. Why are you giving this Vince McMahon rub to AJ when he's already a two-time champion and one of the most credible people on SmackDown? Why not do this for like Mustafa or Nakamura? Not, this would be amazing for Nakamura. I there's just there's a bunch of other people on this roster that could use this younger guys Andrade CN would be amazing or use it with like EC3 when he comes up I don't know this is it it this just makes no sense to me I I don't get it uh in the ring Caleb Braxton announced the the new United States champion Rusev and Lana and they came out and he promised to defend the title against anyone and he will win using his power strength and animal magnetism (laughs) Rusev's a treasure and then he started chanting Rusev Day USA and while he started chanting that Nakamura came out of nowhere and attacked Rusev from behind with a knee Lana tried to stop him from uh, furthering the attack by jumping on his back and then um, Rusev then hit a Machka kick on Nakamura with Lana still on Nakamura's back. So Nakamura fell backwards and landed on top of Lana. Lana got the referee treatment. She was knocked out. And uh, Rusev went over and he was worried and he was checking on her. And then Nakamura hit the Kinshasa twice on Rusev. So no more rematch clauses, but Nakamura is going to get a rematch. He doesn't have to earn anything this is the new era is stupid <laughs> i hate it already and it hasn't really even started it really starts next week we'll see hopefully if next sorry if next week's shows aren't good then we have a problem so then we had an announced match of mandy rose versus naomi and it okay so at the beginning they recapped what happened last week if you didn't see last week uh Jimmy, I believe it's Jimmy, pretty sure it's Jimmy. You can correct me if I'm wrong in the comments and tell me how stupid I am. Jimmy, ha, it is Jimmy. I just saw it in my notes. Uh, Jimmy was walking backstage and Mandy noticed that he was standing under mistletoe. She wanted him to kiss her. He didn't. Naomi got really mad and chased them off and then Naomi and Jimmy kissed. Well, then this week, Mandy came out, took off her Mandy shirt, and she had a Jimmy t-shirt on, the, the, the day one-ish t-shirt. Awesome. And then she left the ring. She got out of the ring. Sonya came in the ring, and the ref just rang the bell, and it was Sonya versus Naomi. What was that ref thinking? It was so... That's not the announced match. Why are you ringing the bell, man? He's not in the ring. It was really weird. Um. Yeah, I... <laughs> There was just it was it was a nothing match. In the middle of the match, Rose uh, grabbed the mic and she was like, "Oh, by the way, before SmackDown today, I was thinking of your husband in the locker room. So I, you know, was just feeling funny and I sent him this picture. Picture came up on the Titantron and it's Mandy in a towel, which people have pointed out she is wearing more in that picture than she was at ringside." <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, WWE makes me laugh. Um, which distracted Naomi and uh, Sonya gets uh, the win with a new finisher, which looked awesome. Her finisher looked really cool. Um, I have no idea what it is. If you know what it is, please tell me in the comments uh, or tweet at me at Olsen2K18. That'd be awesome because it's a really cool move and I'm going to have to put it in 2K19 because you, you already know I play the hell out of that game. So then backstage we had Orton, Mysterio, and Mustafa all give their interviews about the main event. And then the Iconics and Gals and Anderson gave their news resolutions. The Iconics said that they were going to be the tag, the women's tag champs, and Gals and Anderson said they were going to beat up some nerds. Shelton Benjamin then gave his resolution, but he or he didn't. He said that resolutions were a waste of time, and he uh, put a stop to it by pulling down the resolution set, which just turned out to be in the locker room. It was weird. If you're not going to use Shelton, then why even? Never mind. Backstage, and Joe, Joe did his little plug for the match too. So then John Cena comes down to the ring, and he cut an amazing promo. Go watch this full segment. I'm not even lying. Go watch this full segment. Not just John Cena, but John Cena and Becky Lynch, and then watch the match. Just trust me. Great segment. It's so amazing. Uh, so he, he was like, oh, yeah, this is WWE. I don't have a reason to be here, but I'm sure someone will come out and give me a reason. I'm sure some man will come out and tell me that I'm old and my hair looks weird and tell me that Nikki Bella dumped me, blah, blah, blah. So then he was like, all right, who is it going to be? Becky Lynch's music hit. Becky Lynch comes out and she said, you were expecting a man to come out, but were you expecting the man to come out? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm sure she was fed that line. Um, maybe that was John's idea. I don't know. But then Becky caught an amazing promo on John. Before John could reply, Andrade CN and Selena Vega came out. And Selena actually got a really good promo on them. And then John said, put up or shut up. Come face us. Mixed tag match, baby. And I'm telling you, if John Cena and Becky Lynch were in mixed match challenge, a lot more people would have tuned into Facebook Live. I, I'm telling you right now, WWE... If you want that to work, John Cena and Becky Lynch, do it. Anyway, so then we had the match, which was mostly Andrade and Cena working together, and then Becky kind of like wanting to get in the match and sometimes going in when she wasn't supposed to. Uh, But the end of the match, John hit the five-knuckle shuffle, the attitude adjustment, and then the lightning fist. I'm doing it right now. He goes, I love it. It's stupid, but I love it because, you know, it's wrestling. Um, But then Lynch threw Cena out of the ring, and then the disarmor on Vega for the win. It was really good. I'm not even kidding. Go watch this match. It was very entertaining. Then we had in the backstage, we had Shane McMahon in the middle of a meeting. Miz interrupted, and he wanted to show Shane pictures that he drew up of their tag team gear. They wanted the, he wanted them to match as a tag team. Um, it featured Miz and McMahon in matching gear. Um, McMahon noticed that the body Miz used for for Shane's gear was Goldberg's body. That was really funny. Don't know why that's there. Um, but Miz and McMahon, Miz said McMahon's body was better than Bill's. And then Shane told Miz uh, to tap into his creativity, and he snuck out of the room. This was weird. They just became a tag team last week, and now Shane's already kind of regretting it. I don't, it's, it's, 
this is weird. Anyway, backstage Triple H approached the women, uh, or the women's champion Asuka, and he asked Asuka, Asuka who she thinks deserves the title shot. And uh, Asuka said she's willing to take on anyone. Charlotte, Carmella, and Becky all appeared and demanded a title shot. Triple H noted he is going to take it under consideration with the rest of the McMahons. So then we had the fatal five-way to end the show. This was amazing. Go watch this match. It's about 15 minutes. I think might be a little less. I don't know, maybe more. It's around 15 minutes. And it's just fast-paced. Everyone hitting moves because one person leaves and you don't have the rest spot like a commercial. You, one person gets a big move, they leave, and then someone else comes in. And then another person. And then, and then weird alliances happen. Samoa Joe and Randy Orton, I've, I don't know why, but I would love to see that tag team. I Go watch this. It was amazing. Towards the end of the match, uh, Mysterio, let's see, Mysterio hit a 619 on Orton. Joe tried to powerbomb Mysterio uh into the barricade, but then Mysterio hit him with a Hurricane Rana, and then suddenly out of nowhere, AJ Styles hit a springboard 450 on Orton for the win. AJ Styles will be challenging Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble. Now, as the WrestleTalk guys have pointed out, this would have been a lot better and a great chance to do Mustafa Ali because then that furthers the AJ Styles because first of all, AJ Styles did not show any aggression or anything that Vince was trying to get out of him in this match. So if if Mustafa wins, like stealing AJ's pin or something like that, or or if Mustafa hits an 054 and then AJ steals that pin, that would have been better. But you know, if Mustafa wins, that can fuel AJ a little more. That's a fresh matchup at the Royal Rumble because it's the new era and we need that. But apparently not. I don't know. There's a lot that could that could have been fixed with this, but. With all that said, great episode of SmackDown. I can't even complain. Like, this was a great episode, as always. SmackDown's always so entertaining. I'm sure anyone who listens to me regularly will know that I love this. And it was awesome. I had a very, very fun time uh, watching this SmackDown. So, that concludes it for the Rumble. Or, for the, <laughs> for the review. Um, so, if you're not... If you're, if you're watching on YouTube... See you. Click, you know, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. See you next week. And for the podcast listeners, we're going to continue. I have a little, I just have one more thing that I want to talk about. This is going to be a short podcast. It's just me, of course. Tomorrow, though, going to have Tom on. That's going to be a fun episode. So, uh, just real quick, I wanted to talk about sticking with the wrestling theme. All Elite Wrestling. We have a new wrestling promotion, ladies and gentlemen. The Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes officially announced All Elite Wrestling. But they haven't, not too many details about it. So, the all of these guys' contracts were up in 2018, I guess. I think July 1st, or January 1st, their contracts were up, whatever. That, that detail's not important. But they, they decided... Because of their success with All In, they were like, hey, we can do this. We're good at it. Let's give this a shot. So I don't know the full list of people that are actually signed to this, but I know it's Cody Rhodes, Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Brandy Rhodes, uh, 
apparently Scorpio Sky, Christopher Daniels, and Frank Kazarian were on the poster. And I also saw that Britt Baker uh, has signed with them too. Um, So cool. They have a small group as of now. I'm sure. I think Stephen Amell will probably be in there too. Um, The official Twitter for All In, though, changed the name to Double or Nothing and said a rally event free for all fans would occur on January 8th, 2019, featuring a special announcement from the Elite. And the poster for the rally, that's where the Scorpio, Daniels, and uh, Kazarian were in there. So, that's interesting. Uh, I guess we're going to get the majority of the details uh, as far as what all is going to happen, whether it's a TV TV deal, they're going to do, you know, regular pay-per-views, if it's just going to be a quarterly thing, like NXT or something, we'll see how that goes. But uh, here are the full details as of late on December 31st that Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer tweeted. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So th- these are just some of the details. The main takeaways. Cody and the others are signed to AOW or AEW, but the Young Bucks were not at the time of the announcement. I'm sure they will be. <laughs> Because that's this is their thing. Um, it's up in the air if AEW wrestlers can work with New Japan, but Meltzer says he knows they would like to keep working there. They, he, they, the wrestlers would like to work with both. Um, AEW does not have a TV deal, but has multiple offers. That to me, and apparently to Brian Alvarez, tells me that that. It's probably going to happen. If multiple offers are on the table, someone, even if some pull, that's just going to mean someone else can swoop in and get it. Like, they're most likely going to get a television deal. Um, the success of All In impressed people in the television industry, and uh, that was, or that show was a key to AEW coming to be. So, in my head, here's how it went Cody and the Young Bucks were like, hey, we're really wrestling smart. Why don't we do why don't we make our own promotion? Cause our contracts are up in 2019. And this was probably in like 27 or 20. Yeah. 2017. When they started talking about this, they're like, okay, well, how do we know if we can do that? Cause it's not like someone's just going to hand us a TV deal. And they all, those three kind of went, okay, let's do a all in pay-per-view where it's us, the, you know, the bullet club, the elite, and we can get people from New Japan. We can get people from Impact, Ring of Honor, and we can do Stephen Amell will do it because <laughs> he was in the middle of shooting Arrow. And let's do a pay per view. If that succeeds, that will show people that there is interest in us as a group and as and wrestling, independent wrestling in general. Like, okay, All In does amazing, fantastic. So then they're like, all right, let's do it. They put in the copyrights for All, uh, all Elite Wrestling. And there you go. It, and now it's becoming a reality. So basically, we don't know much about All Elite Wrestling yet, except that they are also, except that they also reportedly didn't want to buy Impact. Oh, so that was it. Oh, yeah, that's the main thing here. Sean Khan, Shad Khan, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, soft spot in my heart. Uh, he's, I think he's the CEO of this. I believe he is like the main funding where all of this is coming from. So that's a huge thing. Um, and that's why a lot of people think that Chris Jericho is going to be involved in this because he was seen 
at a Jacksonville game up in the owner's box with Shad. Okay, so anyway, apparently they were going to buy him back. That would have been interesting. Um, uh, We'll probably find out more significant uh, information in the next week, obviously at the double or nothing thing. Um, if AED, if AEW, if I just, I'm just going to call it all elite. If all elite gets a show, this could result in another TV option for pro pro graps fans. <laughs> I'm reading this off of an article. Sorry. Um, with the upcoming, uh, Oh, it, it just be another TV option is basically what this is saying. These additional product options and job opportunities will certainly have an impact on the wrestling industry. Although it, uh, exactly how exactly how is obviously still uh, speculative most most immediately it's not unthinkable to think it's not unthinkable this could affect multiple match outcomes of Wrestle Kingdom 13 which is happening on Friday and I'm super excited about I'm gonna have to watch that because that's for those of you who don't know that's New Japan's Wrestlemania basically it's gonna be a fantastic show go look at the card and tell me that's not gonna be an amazing show but uh yeah, I, I, I just can't. Yeah, it also goes on to say that it's safe to say Kenny Omega is going to stay with New Japan. I would hope so. He's probably going to make a lot more money there. He's going to be a bigger star there. I think. I don't know. He could leave. It if he if they work out a deal where he can work at both, then he'll go to All Elite. But. If if it's one or the other, I think he'll stay with New Japan. We'll see. But, hey, this is exciting. And, honestly, if they get a TV deal, I'm going to start watching it because I very much enjoy what they do. They are very smart wrestling minds, Cody and the Young Bucks, and Hangman, obviously. I don't know wh- where Marty fits in. Marty's contract goes into the spring, I think. Marty Scroll. But, anyway, I'm very excited for all of this. And if it actually comes to be, if they actually get a TV deal, which I think they will – it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait. It's going to change wrestling. It really is. This is going to be an amazing year for wrestling because not only Wrestle Kingdom 13 to start it off, we have obviously All Elite Wrestling is going to become a thing. SmackDown's moving to Fox and most likely going to Friday nights in October. That's going to be huge. That's going to shake up WWE so much. I don't think people understand how much that's going to shake things up. I'm so excited for that. You know, we have the XFL coming soon, so I wouldn't be surprised if Vince starts, you know, giving more responsibilities to Triple H and others soon. There's just so many exciting things for 2019 for wrestling. So, you know what? Here's to a good 2019, and here's to an improved WWE product, hopefully. But that's all the time I have for today. Thank you all for listening. You can find me at Olsen2K18. You can find the podcast at FRKO Podcast. Uh, links in the description as always find me on tiktok olsen k13 i think yeah olsen k13 uh and uh you can listen to the podcast obviously soundcloud uh itunes and stitcher almost said spotify <coughs> and uh yeah i'm gonna be back tomorrow i'm gonna do an episode with tom i'm going to be back with regular Three count reviews. I, th- I probably won't be back until the twenty second, or yeah, because that would be the Tuesday. But yeah, that's the only thing as far as that. So anyway, thank you all for listening, and I will see you guys 
next time when I when me or whoever's with me when we shock this system since day one don't make me feel this again things are getting eerie like the lake is down in michigan had a good year kind of tired we're the michelin at the finish line go get the checkered flag take a couple more shots that's extended mag i don't mean to brag you smell the cinder bag i pull up solo at the function i'm a tennis stag stone cold bachelor acid rap and chancellor couple years an amateur but never had a chance we are you see me as a challenge to manage your intuition.